Uh, it's time for the podcast. And you know what that means. A glass of vino, your favorite local beer, or of course, your favorite non-alcoholic bevy consumed ethically. So go on, indulge us. That's right. Leave us a review, share it with your mates, or sign up and just enjoy the no dickhead policy. Sparky Coach, energizing your business to say the least. Excuse me, sir. Is this El Clinico Magnifico? Ah, you saw our bus ad. Okay. No, I think we should probably go tropical with this thing. Uh-huh. Like sand from wall to wall. I know a great sand guy would get at a price. Yeah. Yo, yo, Crowy here, coffee in hand on a bright and sunny morning. I don't know what time this is for you, but this is a great time for me. And uh, we're coming into Christmas, so I just want to encourage everyone or everyone, if you're Nelly, make sure that you're uh, sit down and, and do your schedule and make sure you work out what you can get in before Christmas and then make sure what you work out what you can't get in. That'll determine who you say yes to, who you say no to. I said this in a couple of last episodes, but make sure you push all your non-urgent jobs to January and uh, and make sure you hit that January running. I'm a big believer that come Christmas time, you should have your, your stop date and then your start date or your staff should be aware, should be aware if there's money in the bank and if you've got that kind of capacity to carry you through there. You've got to work out who's on call. Is it you? Is it someone else? If it is you, please, like, let me encourage you, just set a line in the sand. It won't be you next year. Um, this is going to sound funny, but like if you're, if it's just by yourself or, you know, you don't want to draw awareness to too much stuff. As Lionel Hutz from The Simpsons said, there's the truth and there's the truth, right? So if you were, if you were like, if you were by yourself, do you really need to make everyone aware you're shutting down for two weeks? I don't think so. I think if they're aware you're shutting down for two weeks and they have an emergency, they could use someone else. Once they use someone else and if they're better than you and make no mistake, plenty of people can do it like you. If they are better than you, then um, you might lose that client. Once you lose that client, you lose that client's uh, contacts and network and then you can just shoot yourself in the foot. And and so many times we try to find new clients, like things like lead generation and finding work is always something you hear. And so many times we're always looking, looking, looking. Oh my gosh, I got sent a quote from someone. Oh my gosh, this person's asked me to get, oh my gosh, this person send me a work order. And so many times you can, you can, um, like, yeah, if you're not careful, you can prioritize all the new people and do do new really well, but your retention's cooked. And I want to focus, I want everyone to focus. Retention is better than cure, right? The current client you've got is better than the client you don't have, unless the current client is a dickhead. <laughs> and then you might want to uh, move them to the ether. But the general rule of thumb in lead generation or finding work is that you're consistently replacing the, uh, you know, bottom 20% with the top 20%. Your clientele is continually and consistently getting better. And when you say, what makes a good client? Just have a think about like, throw it out into the ether, yell it out the car window, or, you know, whatever. What, what makes a good client? I think it's someone that is um, relatively or reasonably organized, someone that's relatively or reasonably motivated, someone that's kind, someone that's not trying to stitch you up, someone that is... Um, that has your back, someone that, let's face it, pays their bills on time, someone that's happy to pay your rates. On someone that's happy to pay your rates, you know, people will pay so much but not too much. So 
you know, there is that fine line and I share this example all the time where, you, you know, you're happy to pay $5 for coffee, but $7.50 is too much. You're happy to not pay $3.50. You don't want to pay $7.50. There's that sweet spot of payment. And I think you'll find that's across all industries. The only way you can sort of raise your payment up is if that coffee comes from the depths of Capistrana and the coffee has been sunken through three lines. <laughs> lemurs and across four giraffes and it's been pooed out here and it comes out through Antarctica and it goes on a ship back through the icebergs and back into your local town. And then, oh my gosh, 750, why? Reputation and product. So when it, wherever you're at, it's like, if you wanna earn that big bucks, you wanna get that money in the bank, you wanna get that dollar bill, y'all, as we love to say here, you might need to increase your reputation. You might, and what is, so it's like your ideal client pays their bills on time, does all that stuff, but then it's important that you are continually and consistently building your reputation, making decisions that last five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, because it's like short-term money is not as good as a long-term client. We've said that before, we say that a lot. Like, what do you want long-term clients? When do you want them now? That, that's what that's what you want. We want those long-term clients, someone that's going to give us repeat work. So it's like the toddler theory, someone that's going to continually provide dinner for us. Like your three-year-old doesn't ask where the dinner's coming from. <laughs> dinner's just on the table. What is it? Chicken nuggets. Yeah. Where'd it come from? Who cares? I was playing. I was playing Lego. I was playing Duplo. I was playing in the treehouse. I was playing pirates. They don't care. So someone's finding the food for them, harvesting the food, buying the food and just putting it in front of them and they're just eating it. And that's kind of what you want with your ideal client. When you're continually hunting and gathering, there's a distinct time versus energy exchange for product. But when someone's providing that for you, and that can be a builder, that can be a landscaper, that can be an IT company, that can be a real estate, you can insert a thousand items there. That can be a commercial uh, property manager, a building manager, that can be a school. So we've got to find the people that's going to chip us in and we're going to do work with long-term clients that, that are happy to pay our rates. And we've got to uh, ensure on that that our rates are reasonable and our product and service is absolutely excellent, right? That's what we want. But but coming into December and end of December, we want to make sure January is 50 to 70% booked out at the absolute least. You want to come back in the 8th of Jan, the 15th of Jan. Uh, if you've got a team, I'm a big believer that you want to come back in with some low administration jobs. When I say low admin jobs, a great job to come back into in January is like, a rough in or a fit off or a solar job or some exit and emergency lighting testing or some kind of job that like the staff members have been to before they're aware of the clients there's enough work to keep them motivated or like keep them going for a week you've got one invoice for the week because the next year right when, when you come back in on the eighth let's not do it like the other years let's not let's not just do the same thing again we can't be expecting a different result when doing the same thing. I want to encourage you, I put a line in the sand. What is next year going to look like for you? What do we want to add? Two or three trade apprentice teams, five trade apprentice teams. We want to release our administration work. We want to um, get some systems and processes. We build so many systems and processes here at Sparky Coach and they're on lock, right? You've got roughing checklists, fit off checklists, monthly close offs, cost of operations, spreadsheets, 
hourly rate spreadsheets, how to determine your hourly rate. I say this all the time. If you think you don't work off an hourly rate and you work off a price per point, you'll be genuinely shocked when that price book gets reverse engineered to labor and materials. And when it does get reverse engineered, what side of 100% efficient are you on? Are you on the good side or the bad side? We want to be on the good side. So it's like we're all working from an hourly rate, just how much is that hourly rate? And, and I'm a big believer. We love, to, we love to see the gray areas here at Sparky Coach. We love to see the 50 shades of gray. Not only is that an incredible movie to watch with your kids. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> please, guys, for the love of God, like, please do not do not do such a thing. Do uh, put on something else. But um, but yeah, not only so you have to see the gray areas. Not everything can be hit from a price book, and not everything can be hit from cost plus. And sometimes you need cost estimation. Sometimes you need the hybrid combination plate. Sometimes you need some prawn in that chicken fried rice. Sometimes you need some tofu in there. Sometimes you've got to see the gray areas. And if you, you can't have black and white rules across gray areas. So, so next year, we've got to see the gray areas. We've got to build the processes. It's so funny to, to look at, right? Because the process in the system is what I'm going to say the low-hanging fruit, right? heaps funny. So this week, I literally built a, a lead generation or finding work pathway. And I just compiled all my data. It took myself and Leon and Cam about two hours. And it's the sickest pathway. There's not much else you can do to finding work beside what's on the pathway. If you want a copy, please reach out greg at sparky.coach. We'd love to get in contact and help you build your business. But like, you know, anyone that preaches finding work being complicated, it's not complicated. There's only so much you can do. And, and once you see the list, it's pretty much you're done, right? That, that, that's the list. There's nothing else you can do, but you just got to do those little things well. So it's really funny to watch because it was like, you know, we were doing the hard thing easy and the easy thing hard. All we needed to do was put it all on a document and then send it out. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, thanks so much. And it's like, chances are you're doing the hard things easy and the easy things hard. You're doing the the, you're finding the clients, you've got the staff and you're just not checking if you're making money or you've got the clients and you've got the staff and you're, you're just rushing your quotes or you're just doing your administration at 10 o'clock at night time or, or you're just not booking stuff in your schedule properly so you're feeling overcooked and overbooked and, and overwhelmed and like, when's my holiday? Or you're just rushing through year to year to year to year and going like, where's the money? It's coming next year, like I swear to God. And it's just not coming or you're like, why is this bass bill hit me? Why did this tax bill hit me? And from downtown, bam, like a WWE, like pow from the side, like how did that even happen? I tell you what, if a tax bill's ever shocked you, that's your fault. A tax bill is just simply a, an amount of either what you've earned or a predicted amount or a proposed amount or a bass bill is just simply uh, wages and, and GST sort of combined into one. Um, and that's what, and you pay it, right? So it's pay, 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 PAYG withholding and GST, money in versus money out. Okay, the government's like, we want it. And you go, okay, you should know that stuff. If you've been shocked by it, chances are you're just doing the easy thing hard. Like we can't be shocked by that. And if, we, if you, sometimes you can look at your business and this is a big January situation, right? Most of the time, if, you, if you're paying, I said this in the last podcast, you're paying 30 grand in, in wages per week and you have three weeks off, that's 90 grand that's not coming in. And then you've got your 10, 12 grand in wages going out. That's 36 grand-ish going out. So it's 120, 130 grand turnaround, right? Most people, listen up, most people are using their cash flow as cash 
and then they're getting to the end of it going like, I just feel like I never have any money. And it's because we are doing the easy thing really hard. <laughs> like you can sit down for two hours and work that out. That's what we're here to help you with. We offer sessions, one-on-one -on -one sessions with accountants and bookkeepers and with us and with calculators and forecasting and uh, on all that kind of stuff. Like don't in 2024 draw a line and be like, I'm not going to do the, the easy things hard anymore. I'm not going to sit up till 10 o'clock at night and, and do stuff. I'm going to release that administration to someone else. I'm not going to do something that's not my job. I was speaking to one of our key members this week, who shall remain nameless, and he's like, you know, four or five staff members and he's marking out things with knee pads on and elbow pads on and helmet on and zinc on and, you know, full dad mode. And he, he's like, if I don't mark it out, no one can do it as good as me. Ah, I got to get it done. I got to get it done. Ah, like no one uses a crayon like me. No one can measure three mill up like me no one can measure a light switch at a meter like me i'm the best person that's ever lived i tell you what cooked foundationally cooked mentality it's amazing it's amazing it's amazing like how important you can feel when you're not really that important at all it's amazing how um it's actually amazing how indispensable like oh sorry what's not the right word how dispensable you actually are you can kind of feel like you know what no one can rough in like me plenty of people can rough in like you. No one can do the invoices like me. Plenty of people can do the invoices like you. So next year, let's get a line in the sand. Let's get some vision. What do you want? Okay, I want two to three trade apprentice teams. What do we need for that? The staff members? Cool. Okay, sweet. That's, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. We also need work. We need workload for them. And what kind of work do we want? Do we want bad clients? Do we want low money? Um, do we want to quote heaps and, and not win anything? Like, do we, do we want, um, what do we want? And it's like, you want good work with good clients and you want good staff. Okay. So now I've got a baseline of how to attack the year. And I would encourage you, what are you going to do differently next year? Why is next year going to look different? Why is next year going to be different? What do you need in your life or your business to make it look different for some of you? it's going to involve a release of admin and a couple of long weekends. So it's like, you know, if you've got that attitude or mentality that no one does it like me and, you know, like if I don't answer my phone, the world's going to end and Nicolas Cage is going to come in on a flaming bike and he's going to go through a hoop and it's just not going to be okay and everyone's going to hell. <laughs> and it's like, okay, okay cool, cool. Uh, fire, how good would that be if Nicolas Cage rocked into your, to your job site? But, um, but so it's like, okay, let's take a step back and, and let's get an operations manager or an, our first admin in. Let's start to release some stuff and let's take some long weekends from Friday to Monday with the kids and, and watch for yourself that the wheels don't fall off or better still watch the wheels fall off and then identify what process you need to keep the wheels on better still. And so many times we're shouldering the weight of the world on our shoulders and we're not letting anyone else in. And if we just let someone in, they could help shoulder it too. And I want to encourage you, make 2024 different. How is it going to be different for you? What are you going to do better? What are you going to let go of? What are you going to do differently? So for some of you, that's letting go of some clients. For some of you, that's letting go of a staff member. For some of you, that's hiring a staff member. For some of you, that's releasing some admin. For some of you, that's creating processes. For some of you, that's all of the above. But I want to encourage you, get some vision. Where do you want to be? How much revenue per month are you, are you targeting? And we know revenue is um, revenue's kind of cooked in a way. 
re revenue is is vanity, right? So it's like revenue can tell you so much, but not too much. So if you're looking to hit the 100K months or 200K months or 500K months, cool. Is there 5% profit, 6% profit, 30% profit, 40% profit? What does it actually mean? Are we busy for the sake of busy? Are we quoting properly? So revenue is a great indicator, but hey, profit's also a great indicator. And we've got to measure and monitor every single job, measure and monitor every single day, work out if our quoting's making sense, work out if our day's making sense, work out if our schedule's making sense. On the schedule too, if you think you're the only person that, that can do it, you're wrong. If you think you're the only person that can do the office stuff, you're wrong. Let's change our attitude. Let's change our mentality and let's get it. I want to encourage you. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, let's get it. If you're driving, don't take your eyes off the road for too long, but let's get it. Let's go after it in 2024. We would love to partner with you in 2024 and have your best year yet. And I want to encourage you, stop, collaborate and listen. Vanilla Ice, he's so wise. <laughs> Stop, collaborate, and listen. What is your business telling you? And what do you need to do differently? And then we need to get some M&M right in us, right? He was right. A visionary. Vision is scary. It is. A vision is scary. A vision for a great business, a business for great money, like great profit in, the, in an amazing staff member comes at a cost, to be honest. It comes at an insecurity cost or an ego cost. It comes at the place where you might be in a different position to some friends or family members that are maybe trying to hold you back or maybe trying to pin you, oh, you can never do that. Or, you know, you'll, you'll never be like that. Or you could never run a team like that. You could never release that like that. You know, you'll never get your weekends back. Let's get it. Let's be different. Let's get a vision. Let's make the vision scary and let's go absolutely after it. So can you make your 2024 next year your best year yet? And I know you can, but something needs to change. Something needs to adapt. Something needs to be different. And we would love to partner with you on that journey. So thanks for hanging out. Let's get it. See you guys soon.